Welcome to the astonishing and unexpected adventures of Ace Tucker, Space Trucker! Last time on Ace Tucker Space Trucker. You got some nerve coming down here today, Face. You hear me? You hear me, Face? I can see a second ladder up ahead. That's gotta be the one leading up to Graceland. Ooh, there! I'm safe from that crazy dog. This feels like a door of some kind. This must be Elvis's office on the second floor. Man, I went straight from underground all the way up to the second floor. Crazy. When Ace rounds the corner, he finds a force fail. A real nasty one, too. Whoa, this thing must be the source of the weird energy reading Betty picked up during her scans. Man, there's got to be a way to deactivate it, though. Maybe on this wall over here. There, an access panel. Hand of the king, please. Of course. Of it's a king. palm print identification panel. Panel. Only Elvis can open this thing. Oh, sh someone's coming. I gotta get out of here. Ah, Cadillac? Yeah, I think that's what's in the bedroom. We gotta get back over there. Firing up dark matter engines now. Yeah, okay, we're in the air. Sensors detect no discernible threats, but there's a stationary police helicopter hovering over the riot. You'll want to steer clear of that. On it. What the hell was that? Ah, something exploded on that cop copter. Ah, activating grappling beam. Ace, this is nuts. We're gonna crash. After the horrific wreck, Ace Tucker wakes as crash gel is dissolving all around him. Betty's automatic crash protocols filled the cockpit with a rubbery substance at the moment of impact and protected Ace and Ivan from serious injury. The gel tickles Ace as it vaporizes, leaving his skin a little slimy and smelling faintly of pina colada. Ivan Chipinov is still passed out in the co-pilot's seat. The gentle rise and fall of Ivan's chest satisfies Ace that his best friend wasn't dead. <coughs> hey, hey, Ivan! <coughs> Ivan! Oh, man. <coughs> Betty, status report. Betty? Oh, great. All the systems are down. Not good. Oh, man. 
I gotta get up. Oh, my head. Uh, hopefully there's still enough power for the doors to work. Yup. Must have the bare minimum of power still. That's a relief. Ace leaves the cockpit and heads to the sick bay to check on Elvis Presley. He finds that Elvis was also saved by Betty's automatic crash gel. The gel has already evaporated, leaving the faint pineapple and coconut scent hanging in the air. The smell brings back a flood of memories for Ace. He is reminded of a vacation he took on the red sandy beach planet of Zagama Thrud. It was there Ace learned that every civilized planet in the galaxy had pineapples, coconuts, and booze. Therefore, every civilization had invented the pina colada at some point in their history. Man, I wonder if Earth has the sophistication to create a pina colada. Hmm. Huh. Look at him there. All asleep. Elvis Presley, the king of rock and roll. Huh. The ghost rider for the greatest band in the galaxy? Or an astral projecting cyborg? None of this makes any sense, and that's what's really bothering me most. There is something bigger here than gold at work. There is an itch at the back of Ace's brain that told him that he'd find what he was looking for in the master bedroom of Graceland. Somehow, whatever was stashed in there would have something that could restore Elvis's health. Or maybe get Ace the answers he needed. Come on, Elvis. Let's get you up and at him. Oh, oh, he's lighter than he looks. Oh, right. The gravity on Earth is lighter than I'm used to. Man, I'll have to send a letter to my senator and thank her for keeping galactic standard gravitation one and a half times stronger than Earth's. Hmm. Maybe if for some reason Ivan can't get Betty back into flying shape, I can make a living as a circus strongman here on Earth. Or maybe a pro athlete. Nah. Ivan is the best mechanic I've ever met. There's no way Betty is grounded for good. Minutes later... Yeah, Betty might be grounded for good, Ace. Son of a... Yeah, I think the Universal Kushkis are shot, and we probably threw a nitroleum rod during the crash. Without those, she won't fly. Son of a... I've got to get down to the engine room and see if I can jerry-rig something together. Son of a... Yeah, but there is some good news, though. What? Well, the Dazzler on Betty's bumper is still has power, so they're, they were still cloaked and invisible. I was able to extend the field a little, so even the ground we just tore up during the crash looks perfectly normal. So unless someone literally stumbles right into us, no one will know we're here. Well, good. See what you can do about getting us back in the sky. I'm gonna drag this asshole up to that bedroom and see what's behind that force field. With all the alien tech protecting that door, I bet you there's something inside that can help us out. When Ace makes it to the back entrance of the mansion, he is met by a young cop who looks scared out of his mind. Hey, you there! What are you doing back here? You can't be here! Oh, uh, sorry officer. This man I'm carrying is hurt, and I was told to bring him around back and wait for medical attention. Told? Told by who? Uh, Buford T. Justice? The sheriff? Who? Did you say you talked to the sheriff? When did that happen? I just saw him out front! Look, officer. This guy is getting really heavy. I don't know how much longer I can hold him. Can I at least set him down if we're gonna be out here chewing the fat all night? Uh, yeah, yeah, put him down over there! And I'm gonna need to see some ID! Alright, alright. Let me just set him down- uh, Ow! My knee! My knee! Ow! Oh, sir, are you alright? Here, let me help you up! Oh, 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 ow! 
Well, he's out cold. Hmm, this place is still crawling with cops. I better dress in this guy's uniform to try to blend in. As Ace gingerly puts the first leg in the police uniform, he makes a shocking realization. The young cop, in his terror, had wet his pants. Oh, come on! Oh. Well, Ivan always says that urine is mostly sterile. And truth is, I've been waist deep in much more foul alien filth in my time as a roadie for Mustache Supernova. But, ugh, this is still gross. Oh man! Ace gets settled into the cold pee pants, and he does his best to get used to the squishy wet sensation. Then, he finishes dressing in the rest of the police uniform. Alright, this is as good as it gets. I kind of feel bad for leaving this guy handcuffed to a bench and nothing but his boxer shorts. But Ivan was right. These are desperate times, and they call for desperate measures. Ace throws Elvis over his shoulder and walks through the back entrance into the mansion. He comes into a tiny vestibule, then turns right into a kitchen. A bank of video displays encased in clear plexiglass sit upon a white plastic laminate counter that wraps around the length of the entire kitchen. The old black and white cathode ray tube displays show video of the chaos still ensuing in front of the mansion. Ace pauses for a moment to watch police wrestle and detain Elvis impersonators running amok on the lawn. Jeez, look at them all! Man, they're everywhere! But I can't just stand around here playing looky-loo. I gotta get upstairs. Ace makes his way upstairs, then stops cold when he hears a commotion coming from behind the closed doors at the top of the stairs. Whoa, it sounds like people are running back and forth and throwing themselves against the door that separates the hallway from the master bedroom and office. Oh, they must have locked the dog Hank in there. Man, he sounds pissed. Sounds like he's getting tired. Hank, is that you? It's me, Ace. Ace, you silly mother... Open this goddamn door. Yeah, it's Ace. But listen, Hank, I'm gonna open the door. But you have to calm down, okay? I don't want any more trouble. I've got Elvis with me. He's hurt, and we need to get him into the master bedroom. The king? The king is off-world. No, he's not, Hank. That's what I was trying to tell you before. He got hurt, and I'm here to help him. He told me to bring him here and help him find the Eldorado. That's what's in the bedroom, right? The Cadillac? Open this damn door. All right, I'm setting Elvis down, and I'm gonna open the door, okay? Here goes. When Ace opens the door, Hank the Basset Hound comes flying out, sailing past Ace and slamming into the adjacent wall. Whoa! <laughs> uh, oh, what? Hey, that's really you, Elvis! It's really you! Holy crap, Elvis, it's you! Ew! Yeah! That's what I was trying to tell you the whole time, man! Dude, he's hurt! That's what I've been saying! We need to get him into the bedroom! Before he went into a coma, he said to bring him here to get the Eldorado! We need to get him into the master bedroom! You, Trace, pick up the king and help me get him through these doors, or I'll bite your ass off! Whatever you say, man! Here, I'll pick him up! 
Nya. Okay, here's the panel that I hope disables this force field. Hand of the King, please. Hand of the King, please. All right, Hand here we go. King, I'm placing Hand Elvis's King, palm please. on the access Hand panel. Access granted. Long live the king. Alright. The force field is gone and the bedroom doors are open. What are you waiting for, Mace? Get him in there! Ace walks through the door with Elvis and into the master bedroom. And there, dead center in the room, is a pristine, bright purple 1959 Cadillac Eldorado Beeritz convertible. Whoa! It's real! And, and, it's beautiful! <laughs> the Cadillac is well known throughout the world as the unmatched combination of power, presence, and luxury. Its towering tail fins make this flamboyant caddy one of the best known icons of the 1950s. The Eldorado model added to this sensational shape with a unique sweeping chrome trim that decorates the side of the car. The Beeritz was the crown jewel of them all, and the most expensive open-air car in 1959. Only 1,320 of these were ever built. This, my friend, is the king's prized possession. Wow, I gotta admit, this thing has it all. Old Ace Tucker wasn't just twizzling pixie. This baby did have it all. Two huge sharp chrome tail fins with dual bullet tail lights, a bejeweled front grille and matching decklid beauty panel, a custom gold Cadillac hood emblem with real diamonds set within it. And that was just the exterior. The radiant interior features carpet made of bright purple wool and white leather seats with purple highlights. Elvis's TCB logo is prominently embroidered on the headrests. A center console sits in the middle of the long front seat, sporting a large ashtray made of pure crystal. In the same position in the back seat, situated dead center, is another console holding a crystal booze decanter filled with a dark brown liquid and two crystal highball glasses. That decanter is full of special Pepsi Cola that never goes flat. The king rarely touched alcohol. Uh-huh. I seem to remember a boozy guy poaching drinks at Sleazon's party that looks an awful lot like the guy I'm holding here. What? Oh, nothing. So what are you waiting for, Wad? A written invitation? Put him in the car! There, now what? What are you, some kind of a halfwit or something? Put his hands on the steering wheel. Now, since Elvis is unconscious, he immediately slumps over like a wet noodle. Ace has to get in the passenger side of the car to hold Elvis upright. After he does, Hank closes the driver's side door to keep Elvis from flopping out that way, and then hops into the back seat. <laughs> Work faster! Put his damn hands on the steering wheel! Did anyone ever tell you that your breath smells like hot garbage? You, Stace. Are you gonna put his hands on the steering wheel, or do I have to bite your damn nuts off? Alright, alright, alright. Here goes! Oh, 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 oh,
Don't touch him, Grace. Don't touch him. What? What? What the holy mother of Hamalama Ding Dong? What the hell is going on here? What am I doing at Graceland? Who are you? Why are you here? We, uh, we... Oh, man! Oh, we gotta get out of here! Uh, shaboing! Slamoozle the damn carpet tunnel, man! Uh, the carpet tunnel! Uh, Hank? I'm as clueless as you are, face! Oh, man! Oh, snork it! The bed on the other side of the room lifts up into the wall, and the floor drops away. Tiny running lights blink on, illuminating a ramp as it gently slopes into a flat runway that extends out of sight. Ace tries to work out the physics of it all. He had only been on the first floor for mere seconds when he dashed out the front door earlier that night, but he is pretty sure there wasn't a structure large enough to accommodate this ramp. Unless the entire ceiling of the first floor just dropped into the ground, there is no way this is physically possible. Ugh, it makes my brain itch. It's a trans-dimensional lift, you e-brain. What? The ramp. It's a trans-dimensional lift. It operates outside of three-dimensional space. Are you some kind of a noob or something? I, um... Oh, wait, all right, man. Uh, here we go. Hey, hey man, uh, buckle up, buttercup. Hey, man. The 1959 Cadillac Eldorado Beeritz emerges from the trans-dimensional lift in the front of Graceland at an insane speed. As soon as the caddy's tires hit the well-manicured lawn, Elvis slams on the brakes, putting it into a power slide that chews up grass and throws dirt everywhere. Ace has a vice-like grip on the armrest with one hand and the side of the center console with his other. His feet are jammed so hard into the floor, he thinks they might break through. <laughs> the Cadillac spins around like a whirly gig on methamphetamines for what seems like hours, but is actually mere seconds. Eventually, mercifully, the caddy comes to rest. <laughs> Oh, oh, man, all right. Hey, what do you think, man? Uh, pretty cool, eh, mister? Oh, man. Oh, 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 oh man. Oh, man. I think I'm gonna puke. Oh, I think I'm gonna puke. <laughs> Tune in next time for another installment of Ace Tucker Space Trucker. For access to all the music used in this episode, as well as Ace Tucker Space Trucker merchandise and uncensored versions of episodes, visit acetuckerspacetrucker.com.